Hello there, you're listening to the Boring Bill Podcast. My name is Boring Bill. That's probably a opening introduction that you haven't heard for quite a long time. We haven't been making podcasts for uh, for, a, for a good few many months. Even myself has started to forget the often repeated phrases that I would often say in the podcast. It's sort of a repetitive podcasting necessity. Uh, the need and the necessity, of course, to plug one's own email address website and so on. And uh, just as sort of appeal to tradition really in what has been the short but relatively interesting history of the Boring Bill podcast, uh, I will tell you what our email address is. Um, that email address is boringbillpodcast at gmail.com boringbillpodcast at gmail.com or alternatively boringbillpodcast at googlemail.com of course being one and the same but gmail g standing for google it's the same domain not in name but in practice and in use in any case hello it's certainly very good when people email boringbillpodcast at gmail.com or boringbillpodcast at googlemail.com to, tell, to say what they think we should do, do a show on or that it helps them or, or whatever. And we've had a few emails, I think it's been three in total, which is certainly not a huge number, but each one significant in the driving force to make more editions of this podcast. And that's the real reason why we do it. To help people get to sleep. Or indeed, to help people who are interested in the topics that I talk about. Which would be ironic after naming the podcast Boring Bill. Of course, that's not my official birth certificate-related name. My original name is William, which is shortened to Bill, and then added the rhyme. In fact, it's not even a rhyme. Same first letter to create a mildly relating title to the podcast. It says boring under Bill. It's not like my birth certificate actually says boring Bill, or indeed boring William. Or alternatively, it could have been an additional prefix to the name they have Mr. Doctor, Sir, or there's even Lord, Right Honourable, Right Reverend, etc. Although, I don't believe anywhere in the world is boring an official alternative 
the more conventional this time this is this this last and so on who knows this uh, podcast could create a prefix revolution to change more descriptive addition to people's names rather than some sort of notification of their marital status, gender, or indeed hierarchical position. Let's let's hope, wait and see. Last time I checked, the subscriber levels for this podcast was 25 people, which isn't an especially high number, but one finds it difficult to promote such a podcast because it has a relatively obscure demographic not necessarily people that can't get to sleep it's quite a wide demographic but you've got people that can't get to sleep who also know about what podcasting is and how to get them and are astute enough to search the internet to find such a niche which is essentially what this is when you total all the segments together of the market podcasting. So that's probably why the subscribers are so low. So when uh, I get emails saying that, it, that it's useful, that's what inspires the drive to record more. Having said that, we haven't recorded more in a relatively long period of time. But having said that also, whenever one releases a podcast, the subscribers always go down. I don't know why the only thing I can point my finger to is that on iTunes, when there's a new feed, a little spinner goes around orange. It goes around orange when it's checking the feed as well, but continues to go around orange if it's downloading said edition of the podcast. And in releasing another one, people who didn't realise they were subscribed or t- decided they didn't want to be subscribed, ignored it, it suddenly started spinning it, it causes them to unsubscribe and delete, which is a real shame, of course, but that's the only reason analysis that I can develop as to why the subscribers goes down. So I ask people who find it useful to to tell people who may have similar problems that this, this podcast does exist. I referred earlier to the history of our podcast. And that, that's, that's mostly been microphone and sound quality related, which is still is certainly not perfect. The early days we used a very poor microphone. For a few episodes we managed to use a telephone to record it because we had no microphone at all. Then at long last we actually got the microphone which we're still using now. It's again not perfect but but far better than anything we had previously. But anyway that's the welcome back portion of this podcast done. I've tried to 
brief as to why we've come back, or I have come back. And now to move on to today's topic, which could be one of many things. But what I've decided to do is to talk about the common cold, Stiffles, sort of diet version of the flu, a flu light, flu max, ever, as I want to create a metaphor similarly to brands of cola flavoured carbonated fizzy products. But the main reason for me wanting to do this was I indeed have a cold at the moment. Or the sniffles. Whatever you wish to call it. And it's quite poignant to the point of this podcast. Because a cold can make it difficult to get to sleep more so than you are already. Because if you have a blocked up nose, you have to sleep with your mouth open. Which often is quite difficult in itself. And you're always afraid that in sleeping with your mouth open, you will wake up with a sore throat. Which sometimes does happen. And all you're left with by means of comfort is some sort of medicine over-the-counter pharmaceutical things which only serve to put off the symptoms of one's cold for normally about four hours which does nothing to relieve you of the genuine coldness and sometimes to, to get over the cold you have to stop taking these pills because your body can fight it better than and that's always quite difficult because it's a trade-off between delaying the symptoms of removing the cold and sometimes it doesn't always work and you can never really figure out exactly what is the best course of action but because of that you're left with this, this grief but the real uh, annoyance that is caused by having a common cold is you have what I can only describe as a groggy feeling, slight down, like you're not a hundred percent through the whole day. But if it's only a light cold, not the flu, just a cold, you're groggy, so you're not ill enough not to go to work. But you're not quite a hundred percent either, and you're left as an unhappy medium, suffering through the day, coming home and Unlike when you were normal and have had a hard working day, can relax. You can't really relax because you've got a cold. And that's what really is. It's almost like it's a waste of time. Uh, a complete annoyance. And one wishes, why can't they cure this common cold? Of course, as I'm sure you all know, that's just scientifically impossible. Because a cold is a virus. And you can't cure a virus. You can cure a disease, but it isn't a disease. It's a virus. And that's where the real problems lie. 
But now you, you say to me, yes, but with the flu, which is also a virus, shares a lot of the properties of a cold, except just a, a degree worse. You can get an injection for that, and then you don't get the flu. And I say, well, that's true. But it hasn't actually cured the flu. You could still get flu again. The flu jab is like any other injection you get to prevent things. Puts a, a small bit of the virus into you, and your body learns how to fight it. So when you get it head on, your body doesn't catch it or can fight it effectively so you don't have the symptoms. The problem is, is that it changes every year, the flu. It develops and morphs into a slightly different type of virus, which is why you have to have this injection every year. It's developed based on other areas of the world, and they figure out what it's going to be, and then they develop it, and then they inject you with it, and it's fine. But one can't do it with the cold for the principal reason that there are so many different variations of it that you couldn't develop something that would do it. And it doesn't come at certain times of the year a cold. It can happen any time of year. And I always find I always get mine in the spring or the summer. I don't tend to get them in the winter. Which goes against the idea of it being cold, because you always think cold refers to your temperature, which refers to the season, but that's just simply not true. And I don't particularly know why they call it a cold, because I don't get shivery when I have a cold. There are certain telltale signs for me. I'll always get a sore throat first, and then sometimes develop into a cough, then I'll get a blocked up nose alongside the cough, then I'll lose the cough, get a runny nose, which is far worse than a blocked up nose, which will get slowly better, and I'll be out of the cold. Minimum recovery time a week, maximum about two and a half weeks. But when you have the cold, and you'll say five days into it, you're almost so used to it that you can't to even contemplate not having a cold, it seems like you've always had one. Certainly doesn't me. I haven't quite reached that stage yet. I'm in memory of what it was like not to have a cold, but soon I'll be in that state where you just get on with things which are not quite a hundred percent. And that's that's the real kicker, as I said before. That you're not a hundred percent. Anyway, I think that's enough talking about the cold. I'll just reiterate again. We're back. Boring Will Podcast is back. Our email address is boringwillpodcast.gmail.com. Please do email it. It's, it's, it's a very informal thing. Just a slight sentence saying it, it works, it's good. Perhaps you could do it like this or that or whatever. Just, just to let people know. Let us know, me know, that it's worthwhile, and do please try and mention it. It's a, it's a very strange thing. I'm told that my voice suits this sort of method, 
I hope it, I hope it genuinely does. But anyway, I think it's time to end this podcast. I'll just put a advice on how to use it. If you um, put this on an iPod, you can set iTunes to crop the video file like a start file. So what you can do is set it to uh, avoid the starting jingle music thing starts the podcast so it's just continuous speech and set it on one track repeat so you just repeat the one podcast and then keep it going and then perhaps just have one of the headphones in your ear and one without so you can still hear an alarm clock or whatever you need to help you get up in the morning and just keep it repeating and repeating and repeating it should help you get to sleep that's how some people use it my personal way of using it is to listen to it, to keep listening to it, until I feel like I'm right on the border of falling asleep. Then I turn the iPod off, put the headphones away, lay there, five minutes later I've gone to sleep. That's normally how I use it. And it depends how far you get into the podcast. You, you start listening to what I'm saying for about the first few minutes of the podcast, and then you just sort of let it almost go in one ear and out the other. Just pass through you. So you're kind of listening, but you're not listening. You're drifting closer and closer to the boundary of sleep, knowing that the voice is there, and monotonous and continuous, just there. While you're drifting, drifting, to a point where you're so close to sleep, and then you won't even realize you do it. Drift over the boundary, then you're gone. You have your night's sleep. But never, ever, ever, when you're trying to get to sleep, look at the clock. Don't do it. Never, ever, ever work out in your head, I would get this amount of sleep if I fall asleep now. Don't do it. Because it'll hurt your trying to get to sleep. Just listen to something like this. Drift to sleep in your own time and don't worry about tomorrow. Because sleep, you achieve it, it's good. But do not worry and be calm. And that concludes this welcome back and about the common cold edition of the Boringville Podcast. Please do email us at boringvillepodcast at gmail.com and I hope that I'll continue to put out shows for some time yet. And incidentally, if we do have massive gap like you have done now, keep subscribed to the feed, because you never know when I'll put out another one. And if you may think that we stopped making them, but here I am now, in another podcast. You've just been listening to the Boring Bill podcast. My name, Paul Zan, is Boring Bill. Have a good night's sleep.